0: Hey folks, this is Rabbi David Foreman. Starting June 18th, I'm going to be offering a live eight-week course on Medrash, a methodology origin story. This course is part of actually a larger series on the methodology that I use to create the videos you see at Olive Beta, the podcast, like the ones you're listening to right now. We held our first of these methodology courses just a few months ago, and this one is going to be devoted specifically to Medrash, this really ancient form of biblical commentary that in many sort of really remarkable ways presages the kind of work that we're doing here at Aleph Beta. If you have ever been listening along to this podcast, thinking, boy, I'd love to do this kind of analysis with my kid, with my Havrusa, this is really the course for you. We're going to try to give you some of the tools to do this yourself. So for more information and to reserve your spot, please click the link in the show notes. I hope to see you there.
1: Hey, this is Emu, and I'm popping into your book like no other feed to tell you about something super exciting. No, it's not about Book Like No Other Season 2, although that is in the works, but it's to tell you about our brand new podcast called Meaningful Judaism. It's a project that is really near and dear to my heart because I have personally struggled with finding meaning in Judaism. And I'd love to tell you, dear Book Like No Other listeners, why we're doing this podcast, what it means to me personally, and maybe what you can expect to get out of it, maybe even why you might listen. And I'll start with my story. Growing up as an Orthodox Jew, I always had a sort of gnawing problem. I'm from the Five Towns, this bastion of observant Judaism. I went to very typical Orthodox schools, and I was a pretty good kid. I followed the rules, I kept the mitzvot as best as I could, but I often struggled with Judaism meaning anything to me. The education I got focused very much on what we do, not why we do it. A lot of halacha, religious law, gemara, delving deep into the minutia about squatters' rights or the details of rabbinic enactments and legal requirements for agents of husbands delivering divorce documents. Not exactly the most spiritual stuff. And when you focus a lot on what and not on why, sometimes you just lose your motivation. You don't care that much to keep the what. The message I kept getting was a Judaism full of obligation. We have these 613 mitzvot and then thousands of other rules in the oral law that come along with them, and you keep them because God wants you to. And that works for some people, sort of the fire and brimstone, keep the laws because how could you not? What are you going to disobey the word of God? Or there were these other rabbis who emphasized the reward. You keep the laws, and you'll go to Olam Haba. Almost like every mitzvah I did would get me tickets that I could cash in at the prize counter in heaven. And it's not that I was questioning it all that rigorously, intellectually. I even accepted that this was true. It just wasn't motivating me all that much. It felt kind of simple. And I've been reflecting a lot about this, because some of my closest friends— people I admire and respect are no longer observant. Their parents spent thousands, hundreds and thousands on their religious education, and they've sort of walked away. My best friend in high school, who basically knew Masechet Sanhedrin by heart, no longer observant. My friend who won best Davner award, he hasn't Davined in 20 years. He's a proud atheist. My Khavrusan and yeshiva, no longer observant. And they each have their own subtle reasons as to why. But for me, I wonder how far Judaism can go if the main emphasis is obligation and not motivation. If we can't contend with the major questions that come up in the 21st century, like how do we reconcile science and Torah? What's with all these arcane laws that seem to have no relevance or meaning to us? And how do we deal with the laws that seem problematic to us? And just as an aside, this isn't a critique of our educational system. I have very little standing to level a critique. I've never been a classroom educator or administrator, and I owe so much of who I am to those institutions that had a hand in shaping me. But what I'm doing is sharing something personal of what didn't work for me, of my own religious shortcomings, of the questions I was left with. So this podcast, Meaningful Judaism, is an attempt to answer those questions a major turning point in my journey was in working closely and learning under Rabbi David Foreman. Rabbi Foreman teaches a way of reading biblical text that strikes at the heart of these questions. Because, it turns out, that the Torah is not written as a law book. It's written as a guidebook. Woven into our laws is real meaning that I personally find deeply motivational. They make me actually want to do the mitzvos, not because of the threat of punishment or the promise of reward, but because the mitzvos have real meaning behind them. My experience of these mitzvos is that they're not purely about obligation, but that they invite us into a relationship with our creator. What we're gonna try and do in Meaningful Judaism is delve into the mitzvos to see how each law opens up a window into our relationship with God, our relationship with each other, and our relationship with the world at large. This approach to mitzvot has transformed my relationships, and especially my relationship with Judaism. It has made it come alive for me in ways that aren't simple. It has made it feel rich, deep, and, at the risk of using this word way too many times, meaningful. One thing I think makes our approach special is that we're using biblical texts to explore the meaning in Judaism. And that, I think, lends it a kind of authenticity. It's one thing to hear a commentator or a great rabbi thousands of years later pontificate on the meaning of a religious law. It's another thing to see the meaning behind the law emerge from the biblical text itself, from God himself, as if he's telling you what he wants and why. And for good measure, here are a few caveats. Number one, I'm not an authority. I don't even have smicha. I've learned under Rabbi Foreman for 10 years, but what's special about that is that here at Aleph Beta, we try and show our work. Don't believe anything I say because I've said it. Take a look at the verses and decide for yourself if our presentation of the evidence is meaningful to you. Number two, many of you listening have had similar journeys to mine. Many of you, though, have not. That's okay. This podcast isn't only for people like me. If you keep the laws sort of Nasev Inishma style and that's meaningful for you, I'm not here to take that away from you. But I think that if you stumble upon meaning, even when you're not desperately looking for it, you might find that it really elevates your practice. So this podcast is for you too. Number three, meaning is inherently subjective. Torah speaks to each one of us differently. There are going to be objective aspects to our presentation, but the ultimate choice about what something means, that's going to be left to you. Number four, this is a project of Aleph Beta Labs. That means that all the scholars you hear on Meaningful Judaism, which includes Rabbi Foreman, they're making their own arguments and their own interpretations. Rabbi Foreman did not edit or approve any presentations, so don't blame him if you don't like it. You can just blame us each individually. The story that I shared with you is my own, but ultimately the podcast isn't about my story, it's about yours. My hope is that by diving into the biblical text, you'll find yourself in the Torah's words. Meaningful Judaism episode one is about keeping kosher, and it's already in the feed. I hope you'll go ahead and subscribe to Meaningful Judaism and spend some time with me over there. There's a link in the show notes, and you can find it wherever podcasts are sold. Until we meet again in season two of Book Like No Other. Take care, friends. I'm just kidding. We're not selling anything.